Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. Praise the Lord. What another wonderful day that God has given us. It's good to be together as we study God's Word. Today we're in verse 160 of Psalm 119. We read, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Two important principles that the psalmist is talking about here. First of all, he says, speaking about God's word, the Bible, it's true from the beginning. And I really like that because in the beginning, the begin, the new beginning of this world, or as we know, the book of Genesis, is it says in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And here's the psalmist is looking back to Genesis and he says, this is true. This is true what is stated here in the Bible. How important it is for us to, to not only say that, but also for us just to remember the truth of God's word. Because it says, in the beginning, God. That answers a lot of questions as you move through the Bible of why we're here, the reason and purpose for our life, how we can fulfill our life, our destiny and our future, and how truly we can walk with God. Because this is really, as you look at the Bible, it is a book of history. It's a book that tells us about his story as it's revealed throughout the Bible, 66 books written by 27 different cult, uh, um, different uh, writers from all kinds of different cultures and backgrounds. and It's just tremendous. Men and women were wrote the Bible as they were inspired by God, from Genesis all the way to the end of the book, the book of Revelation. In fact, Paul writes on this in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. If this verse is familiar to you, I would encourage you to look it up and, and to write it down and to meditate on it, where he says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. He says, it's all of it. Everything that we can imagine has been given by God for, and is there for our inspiration. And he says the purpose of the God's word, it's profitable for doctrine. See, it's something that we need. It's good for teaching, teaching us what is right or wrong, teaching us about God, teaching us about nature, the creation, you name it. It's what we should be going to to learn about life. Because everything that's in there deals with how we should live our life and in the future for our life. Then secondly, the God's word was given to us for reproof. Huh. It's there when we get out of line. When our life isn't right, it will confront us because it's alive. And it's, it's almost when you ever read the Bible, it seems like it was all written about you. <laughs> it, it's all there for us. But if we pay attention to it, it will reprove us where we're out of bounds. You might say to me, Pastor Terry, I think I've been studying the Bible long enough and I'm okay. Well, that's a, there's a danger in there because I see so often what creeps up that restricts people from the great work of God is that spiritual pride. That no longer is that humbleness. And pride will keep us from knowing God and really seeing the true intent of God's word. And so it says that it's been inspired by God. It's profitable for our teaching. It's good for our reproof. Then he also says for corrections. It's going to tell us where we're out of bounds. It's going to correct us when we're wrong. 
And then finally, it says for instruction in righteousness. That it tells us and instructs us in the things that are right for with God and the things that are right for us. It speaks to us about relationships, how we should deal with each other. In fact, Paul writes on this in the book of Colossians. As he talks about believers and if they ever get in an argument with one another, it tells us what is right, what what we should do. Let me tell you this. If you've ever had a, a, a problem with your husband and wife or you might get, have gotten in an argument or a friend or neighbor or co-worker or somebody at church, Paul writes in Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, And if you have a quarrel against any, even as God has forgiven you, so do ye. Otherwise, the standard by which God would have us move and for us to do, and the word of God that's true from the beginning, is the fact that we should be forgiven as God has forgiven us. That's quite a big chore, isn't it? But yet, isn't that what love's all about? For God is love. And if we want to experience life the way God would have us live, then we should be the most loving people on the face of the earth. And with that, we should be ready and willing to forgive. And so as we see, he says, Thy word is true from the beginning. Later on in the book of Proverbs, chapter 30, verse 5, we read, Every word of God is pure. Every word of God is pure. And that's a really hard word to get around, speaking of pureness. It's like... um, See, everything that man touch, it does have that tendency to corrupt, get corrupted, doesn't it? But it's the absence of corruption. It's that beauty of something that's so clear, so clean. You know, I've been up in Montana uh, over there, and there's some beautiful rivers as you get up there, especially around the Gallatin River, and you get up to some of the fingers that flow into the Gallatin. And you catch it at the right time when the fresh water rain has just poured or the, the snow's melting off the mountain. And you get around those rivers and they're so crystal clear. There's this aqua, beautiful blue. It's hard to even to paint a, a, a real picture of how beautiful it is. That's the pureness of God, even more so. And he says that every word of God is pure. It's something that we should grab hold of and we should look to God as being that pureness that we're longing for within our life. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14, we read, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor either taken from it, and God doeth it. The men should fear before him. Otherwise, what he says, God's word's going to stand. Fads and fancies will pass away. As we look at our society, the things that are popular today, tell it they'll fade into history. I think from the, the days of the 60s and the 50s and all those things that you look back at, and they're slowly but surely starting to fade, fade away. Some of my friends that were wonderful men and women of God who were involved with World War II, Unfortunately, time is starting to pass, and you don't see and talk with them very often anymore, these great men and women of God. But the beauty is, as we see here, he says that God's words last forever. 
That's what our verse says here. It says, it tells us, every one of thy righteous judgment endureth forever. God's word is so sure that we can count on it. I do like what Ecclesiastes does tell us. He says, nor can anything, anything take from it. You can't rob God's word, even though there are those who are out there who are scripture twisters, I call them, who try to, you know, pull things out of God's word and try to add to God's word to try to satisfy their, their bent on what they're trying to accomplish. But ultimately, God's word is settled in heaven. That's what the scripture tells us. Far out of the reach of man's hands. Aren't you glad for that? Because if men had an opportunity to put their paws upon it, they would corrupt it. Even like they did to the U.S. Constitution over the period of time, how they had negotiated it and they change it and they vote bills in it. Like, it doesn't fit our society today, so let's change it. Can you imagine if they had the ability to change God's word? Oh, I was just so thankful that nobody has a way to take away from it. As God has done it, God has spoken his word. It's sure, it's tested, it's tried, and you can count on it this day. So, Pastor Terry, what is important in God's word? As I mentioned, God's word is the story of history. God's, his story, his story is of love that he has for you this day. His story of how much he's for you and he's not against you, that he cares for you each and every part of your life. In fact, he knows every hair that's upon your head, every tear that's shed, and he loves you. But also, his story speaks about a future, a glorious future that he has for us that I think that's just right around the corner, even maybe this day, as we cry out together, come quickly, Lord Jesus, come. And so until next time, until next time, May we echo, even as our psalmist says, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. May God richly bless you. Bye-bye now. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds.org at agapechapeloc.org or you can write us at Agape Chapel P.O. Box 4023 Huntington Beach, California 92647 May God richly bless you.